also take the, the head of the penis and actually rub it under your top lip, so against your teeth. And so that, that different in texture again from like soft to hard, any kind of contrast wakes up nerve endings. I feel like you'd look funny. Like, yeah, you totally yeah. look funny. You totally look funny. Pleasing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blowjobs, I guess. I guess sticking a dick in your mouth doesn't have to look fantastic. All yeah. The time. Hello, honey, and welcome to Honey Do Me Podcast. I'm Cass. And I'm Emma, and we're just two gals looking for a good lay. Aren't we all? (laughs) But when it comes to sex, we're just as lost as you and have no idea what we're doing. Luckily, we will stop at nothing to get the answers we need. Cue our expert guests. We're ready to overshare and ask all the embarrassing questions so you don't have to. By the end of every episode, you will be dripping in actionable steps and ready to take on the damn world. Or at least take it from behind. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us, honey, how how do you do you? Bitches come and go, brah, but you know I stay. Every week, we're here every week, we're going to stay. Mm-hmm. Stay in your ears. Stay in your ears. Stay in your hearts. And that might be how we open up every week. Yeah. You'll have to stay around to tell. Yeah. Wait, wait till next week. How's your week been? It's been good. I have found myself masturbating in the shower more and more. Ooh. <laughs> because two reasons. One... It's, like, nice after a long Mm -hmm. day to, like, just go take, like, a candlelit shower. Two, it's the only place I can get away from my dog. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Twofold. Twofold. One is a little bit more sensual than the other. Mm -hmm. Um, I share a bed with my dog. That is no secret. No secret. And by share, I mean I have about a fourth of the bed. Right. You get a corner. I I literally wake up half rolled off my bed. (laughs) It's insane. It's so rude. He's not even that big. I know. It's insane. So I've been masturbating in the shower more, and I had a very great sesh last last night, actually. Toy or no toy? Toy. Okay. Um, I love my satisfier in the shower. That's mm-hmm. just fun. Yeah. Um, I just love when toys are waterproof or water I resistant, know. at least, you know? My, like, legs started shaking. It was, um, it was just... Wow. I, I do the Captain Morgan kind of stance. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, so one leg up? Yep. And when it gets Against good, the wall or on the... <laughs> Against the wall. No, like, you know when people do the splits and they just hold their legs straight? <laughs> That's what I, I do. hold on to the shower bar. Yeah. And then my other I, leg is just parallel, just straight yeah. up. Well, because you can hold it up easily. Easily with my You're ab, my core. My ab. My, my ab. Core. Yeah. My front core. My one ab. And my back core. Yeah. Just, I can hold my leg. No. Yeah. One leg up on the, on the side of the tub. Oh, it's just good. So that's, yeah. that's how my week's going. How about you? Uh, it's going good. Um... I did masturbate, tried out some new toys, and that was very fun. Good. Um, and I've been having sex more, which is Great. a big thing because my libido has been really low, which I've talked about because of the medication that I'm on. And so that's been really good. And I've been able to kind of like figure out what I need more of, what isn't really working. Um, and yeah, just implement some extra things to help me get there. Cool. Like bringing in more toys and... Yeah, so that's been good. Yeah. Nothing too, like, groundbreaking to report, yeah. but there's our little check-in. Well, you've had more sex than me, so. That's not hard. 
That is not hard. <laughs> that is not hard. Solo sex is still sex. Solo sex is still sex. And I, I do give myself the best sex, mm-hmm. but I would also like some D. Mm-hmm. And that's just the honest truth. And that's just the honest to God truth. <laughs> but speaking of D. Speaking of D. We're sucking some. <laughs> <laughs> I just spit. That's okay. You can use that. That's what you use. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> So if you don't get it, this week we're talking about blowjobs. Yes. And who better to talk about this than the one and only Luna Matadas? Yes. Oh, my God. The most fun human and very uh, descriptive. Oh, my God. It's the best <laughs> tips and tricks. Yeah. Um, we had her on for how to go down and like... Um, <laughs> keep thinking eat a pussy but i don't <laughs> i don't want to say that well you just did um you know eating out going down on a vulva eat a puss eat a p- <laughs> how to eat puss how to eat puss um put a- and we have done an episode on blowjobs before but this one is really different yeah. um because the our older one is more about how you as the giver can enjoy it and this one's more like how to fucking give the performance how of your life absolutely mm-hmm. um and one day i hope that there's a penis in front of me to try this out on. <laughs> Here's hoping. Here's hope. Godspeed. Godspeed to you all. I'm Luna Matadas. I'm a sex and pleasure educator. And I get the joy of, of teaching people how to embrace and enhance their pleasure skills. So whether that's in the bedroom, outside of the bedroom. And uh, I also get to host a podcast all about booty stuff. So the plug podcast is so much fun. I get to talk about anal all day. Um, so and good. I talk a lot about body confidence and owning it. And like, that's a big part of my brand to be able to bring people into more playfulness, more fun in their erotic experiences. So I'm so excited to be here. Oh, we're so excited to have you back. Cause last time we had you, it was for going down, which is kind yes. of the same vibe of what we're doing today. Oral. Oral. We mm-hmm. want to talk about oral just on a penis this time instead Mm -hmm. of a vulva but you are so fantastic like you just gave such great tips for going down on a vulva and like how to move how to like just give so much pleasure Mm -hmm. and your homework the fruit homework that has never left me like that is I think about that almost daily (laughs) I actually do too did you do do the homework (laughs) I did not I'll be honest but I made my partner do it I made my partner right now my partner has a penis so I think I like copped out in that way um but I did make him do it so (laughs) And he, I will say he's really good at going down. So, and I think your episode that played a big part on that. So amazing. That's what I like to hear. (laughs) It's the practical tips. It's the practical (laughs) tips for me. So blowjobs. Let's dive down again. Um, I guess I don't even really know where to start. We could define it, but we kind of all get it. It's going down on a penis. Put a penis in your mouth. Yeah. So let's maybe start with like tongue. Or mouth, like yeah. how do we how do we give a blowjob? What is what is the first step? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thank you for defining it. Now we all know. <laughs> Everybody so was welcome. wondering. Yeah, you're so welcome. What's <laughs> a blowjob? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I think one of the important things is to kind of understand that the penis also has different levels of erogenous zones. So yes, it's one big erogenous zone, Mm -hmm. but depending on the head or the balls or the shaft or, you know, the parts of the penis that we can't see that are deeper in the body, 
there are all kinds of different sensations that will respond well, depending on what part you're stimulating. So the head is going to be the, can I show my penis? Please do. Yeah. (laughs) This will be on YouTube if you're listening and want a, want a visual. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. So my, my big pink penis here. And remember this is a dildo. It's a model. It's not the average size of penis. It's for demonstrational purposes. So this is also a penis that's uncircumcised or circumcised. And so when we're, we can talk about differences in, in going down on circumcised or uncircumcised penises, but the, the hottest parts of the penis. So if we're facing this way and we're, we've got a, you know, the one eyed monster. One eyed yeah, snake. It's coming right, right at us. Right? It's like, yeah, There's a winking in my face. And maybe it's like, yeah, I'm here. Okay, so we, <laughs> this part is, is what we're referring to as, as the head of the penis. So the mm-hmm. underside of the penis, this little spot here is called the frenulum. So the frenulum is a little V um, on people that are, are not circumcised. This is usually where the foreskin is, is attached. Okay. This is the hottest spot. So like you're saying about your tongue, oh, okay. if we're starting with tongue, this is a, a spot to delight with your tongue because your tongue isn't super aggressive mm-hmm. and it's going to give that soft kind of um, continuous rhythm on an area that's already really, really sensitive. Okay. And so the idea that the whole penis needs to always be like in our throat, like down, it actually doesn't even make sense. For, for pleasure anatomy, although people can get arousal all out of like looking at that mm-hmm. or it connects to a fantasy they saw in porn. But if you're starting out, really start to use your tongue around that little frenulum area and also the rim of, of the penis so okay. or the head of the penis. The shaft is going to be less sensitive, so you can do things that are actually a bit more aggressive. So if you want to squeeze or we want to stroke a little bit harder, that's a good place to do it. Yes, amazing. Um, so when you are moving your tongue, like let's start with the frenulum. Are you just like lollipop? Like, you know, like I'm thinking like lapping, you know? (laughs) Like a dog would with water. It's a bowl of water. (laughs) Yeah. So is that what you're doing? Are you like poking? Are you yeah? Yeah, no, good question. um, A lot of times in porn, I think both for cunnilingus and for BJs, we see what I like to call pornolingus, which is, Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know that works that might work for some people but again it doesn't really make sense for for pleasure anatomy mm-hmm. and so you actually want to use the flatter part of your tongue on the frenulum and you can use the okay. tip of your tongue to kind of get into the the crevices so either just above the foreskin uh, some people like a little bit of tongue inside of the foreskin uh, and then you can use your tongue in more of a lappy motion on the head too so like mm-hmm. we want flatter tongues as if you were trying to taste it and and so okay. that can be a motion where you're moving your tongue or you're actually moving your head. That's going to give you a break between maybe your neck starting to hurt mm-hmm. or your, your jaw is starting to hurt. So you can mix it up depending on what feels good for, for your partner. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've never given a blowjob to a person who hasn't been circumcised. So yeah. Is the head still like as easily accessible? Like, are you still doing those same movements? Like, I just don't know how much of the head is sticking out. In I think that. it depends, right? Like on the person. Yeah, yeah, you're you're so right. So it depends. So some people's foreskin is is going to be kind of over their head, and they might have a bit more of a voluminous kind of foreskin. Um, for other people, as they get more erect, the foreskin is going to naturally retract. So for I would suggest you check in with your partner. You know, like Abe, can I like you know pull you back a bit, or like mm-hmm. you pull yourself back to see where where you want your partner to go, because some people's um, foreskin is very sensitive, or what's underneath the foreskin. Is Super sensitive. So if you're like, whoop, you no, know, no. Gonna, that might really hurt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if 
if you start to retract a little bit and see how that feels, if they respond mm-hmm. with squirminess, if they were, you know, you can be like, oh, is that good? And uh-huh. so for, for other people, you have access to the head. Even using your tongue through the foreskin can feel really, really good because the foreskin's naturally lubricated on the mm-hmm. inside. And so you're getting all this like squishy goodness in addition to that motion. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Penises are cooler than I thought. Wow. I know. I was surprised. I was was surprised that you had stuff to say. Um, You did mention like your neck hurting, your jaw hurting. What are some good tips, maybe positions or like, are there jaw exercises I can be doing? I know this is a question I've asked before, but it's something that happens to me often. So yeah. So here I am. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. I think this is a problem for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if people are doing like jaw gym, like jaw gym. I'm ready. (laughs) You have have a potentially like, or if you know, if you know your jaw Mm -hmm. is kind of really sore, then maybe you want to do some stretching beforehand. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) These are your like sex exercises as you're when you're taking in a big one. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) okay. But a lot of, let's start with jaw pains. Over a lot mm-hmm. of jaw pain, it means that your your mouth is actually too open, too long. And so okay. one thing that I recommend for that is if you're always just mouth and, mm-hmm. and it's always the, the opening of the mouth, if you want to keep that uh, warm sensation over the penis, lube up this hand and this hand mm-hmm. is going to be an extension of your mouth so that you can take a break. You can go super deep mm-hmm. and then come back up and bob around the most sensitive part and then go back down. Or once you take your, your, your mouth away, maybe you're just licking, you can still use the other hand to continue the sensation without busting, you know, your jaw strength uh-huh. for next stuff. It's a lot of the angle. And so a lot of the mm-hmm. porn angles we see are actually not good for, long-term cock sucking you know it doesn't it doesn't actually for longevity you know (laughs) yeah for longevity if you're a marathoner this is not right (laughs) so for this one you can try switching up the positions i think there's there's two common things that that people have if you have a memory foam mattress your partner is sinking into the mattress Mm -hmm. and then your head is like like this right you're kind of yeah, it's a thing. I didn't know. <laughs> but the other thing is you can prop a pillow under your partner's either their, well, I guess it would be their their lower back or, mm-hmm. or their bum. Whatever's going to raise the whole pelvis up that makes it more of a natural angle for your head. Mm-hmm. Ergonomic blowjobs. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we're we not all... talking about it enough. <laughs> we all not. need safe workspaces. And this, <laughs> this is what we're talking about. If I'm going to do my job, I want to be safe. I want to be safe. It needs right? to be OSHA regulated, you know? <laughs> we need to make sure. You're dropping a lot of office terms, Mr. Receptionist. Mr. Receptionist. I just know what I'm talking about, okay? <laughs> so oh going God. back to if you're just playing around on the head, what are some ways you can use your lips? Like, I feel like I've heard of like pretending like the head is lipstick and like (laughs) moving it around your lips. But like, instead of, you know, putting the whole thing in your mouth, are there just other ways to like use your lips around the head? Yes. Yes. I think it's really underrated to do things like, like kissing, 
And so like make out with that head, make out with that little frenulum, the softness of our lips plus the wetness, plus that gentle suction that comes. So if you were, if you're watching and you just want to even kiss your wrist slowly, you're going to feel that difference. And the contrast of your spit and your hot breath is going to be much more palatable in that kind of kissing movement. The other thing that you can do, I've heard the, the lipstick thing too. I mean, that's a great visual thing, or it might just feel really good for you. You might be like, look at me. You know, look, at, look, at, look at my life right dick now. Stick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dick stick. Oh, great. You should launch that. I really should. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the chapstick will be the head of a penis mm-hmm. and then it's yeah. a dick, dick stick. <laughs> Damn. It's going to be gorgeous. Yeah. Thank you. Different flavors. Different you know, colors. Like, I love yeah. it. Oh. This is going. This is going places, guys. You can also take the the head of the penis and actually rub it under your top lip, so against your teeth, and so that that oh. different in texture again from like soft to hard. Any kind of contrast wakes up nerve endings, and so the penis is like, oh hey, what's this? And, <laughs> and so you also get to change it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fun. I feel like you'd look funny because like, yeah. You yeah, totally yeah. look funny. Blow you totally look funny. pleasing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blowjobs, I guess, I guess sticking a dick in your mouth doesn't have to look fantastic all yeah. the time, which is fine. You could only give you so many Wear gifts. Wear a fascinator while you do it. You'll be fancy. Yeah. You'll be good. <laughs> oh, God. You mentioned, like, you know, if you need a little break mouth-wise, like taking your mouth fully off, but then maybe just, like, licking. What are some of, like, the licking patterns that you would do? Is that when it's, like, a lollipop or a popsicle or – yeah, what do you do then? Yeah, yeah, I love that. So with um with licking patterns, I think it's it's good because you've got you've got pressure, you've got speed, you've got direction. So you have so many different variations. You've also got whether your tongue is flat or whether it is pointy. Um, because on on those areas, you actually just want to find some consistency and rhythm when you're taking a break. So it's not kind of all over the place. You're trying like 16 different patterns. Mm-hmm. So I think a good one to start with is using a, a flatter tongue and you're just going to give like little licks. So if you were just like, like really kind of tasting mm-hmm. something and you're just going to do that in sort of circular or half circle motions and come back. So it's going to keep the area sort of guessing. It's going to keep it sensation rich without it necessarily going over the top. So it's a good thing to do also if your partner is about to blow and you don't want them to, or they don't want mm-hmm. to, and you want to kind of keep um, attention to it, but not necessarily mm-hmm. push them towards orgasm. Okay. okay. Uh, Follow up question. What if their dick yeah. tastes bad? Yeah, so this is a thing. I've had cheese dick uh, in my life before, and it wasn't pretty. I don't like that term. (laughs) (laughs) Does that mean like a stinky, smelly one? Is that because cheese, artisan cheese can be stinky and smelly? Yeah, I don't know what was going on. I didn't have enough self-esteem at that time to like deal with it, but now I have better skills. Um, and so I think there's a difference between like scented, you know, kind of smelling like sweat. That area is a mm-hmm. high sweat area, much like vulvas, much like armpits, yeah. uh, crevices in our body, to ripe. You know, there's sort of like, right, there's schmegma, there might be um, a buildup. If someone's not washed or cleaned properly, you might get a faint urine scent. So if something happens while you're down there, you know, this kind of happens. Bodies are beautiful Mm -hmm. and they're disgusting. But, uh, you know, I would say, hey, babe, like, can you go freshen up? Because I want to be down here. Like, this is this is where I want to live right now. Mm -hmm. So go freshen up, come back and let's like go to town. And and that that can it's a hard thing to say, even though it's playful, but it Mm -hmm. invites some 
someone, you know, maybe they're also kind of worried, like, do they taste bad? Do they, Mm -hmm. so they can relax themselves. It normalizes that hygiene and things like that. It goes in flux. You might've been having sex for for some time. And Mm -hmm. so maybe you don't like the way your fluids smell on them or the buildup of it. And taking a a freshen up break can be done together or it can be done separately. Mm -hmm. Send them off to to take a shower. You go get glasses of water or wine or weed or whatever you're doing um, and just make it normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good a really good tip. I would I would try to do it for my own confidence, like before mm-hmm. we started, being like, hey, yeah. let's just like jump in the shower. Because like if I was I'm going down, in. clean house, yeah, clean <laughs> house. Because if, yeah. if I did it in the middle, I'd be like, okay, let's get in the shower. <laughs> like I feel like yeah. I would not do that smooth. So maybe I'd, yes. I'd do it before. Mm-hmm. I would just start if we hadn't been just sitting on the couch watching TV and like. We were like out doing errands. I think I would always. You knew where it was. Uh, yeah. If you, if you, you don't know where it's been. You don't know where it's been. Always get the shower first. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fair. Absolutely. You mentioned teeth earlier because you were saying like right up here. So how I've been told <laughs> once <laughs> that I used my teeth at one point and it was not enjoyable. And I didn't realize I was. I just didn't think I could like crane my jaw open enough. So my yeah. teeth, I guess, are a little scrapey. So is yeah. it. Always a no, sometimes a yes. Like, do we ever use our teeth in blowjobs? Yeah, it's a really good question because I, I think I've heard too a lot of the, and this is what I do in practice is, is you sort of kind of wrap your lip around your teeth as you're, you're going up and down. Mm-hmm. So you're like a gummy kind of yeah. <laughs> thing because this like cranking, oh, it, it, that's where a lot of us are getting jaw pain from. Mm-hmm. And it's actually pretty unrealistic. Um, so one thing that that is, I don't think we talk about a lot, is that teeth can be okay. But again, it's probably not okay. For some people, they might like a little bit more of uncomfortable sensation at the top of their head. Most people can tolerate teeth along the shaft. And because this isn't as sensitive and if it's super, super erect, um, it's going to be a little bit more sensitive, but this is an area where you could lightly drag your teeth up and then you kind of cup your lips around your teeth as you get to the head. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So in general, if you're doing like a bobbing motion, like throughout like the whole shaft, you should try to cup. If if you don't want to use teeth, you should like wrap your lips around. That's kind of the way around it. And not yeah, worry that you I think look that's that's the easiest way. If that's just for some people, that's a struggle too. And then your teeth kind of go into the back of your your gums. Uh-huh. Um, so again, like switching up with with your hands. I think hands and oral is it's not a it's not a cop out. It's mm-hmm. actually better. Your hands can do things you know that feel wet and stronger than than my mouth and tongue can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked your um, you know, using your hand as like the motion of going deeper. Mm-hmm. I feel like. That is a still skill I would I would want to use. Yeah, because yeah. it's like you're still doing. I don't know. It's it's not as exhausting. Not as exhausting. That's, yeah, yeah. I yeah. tap out pretty fast. I'm not gonna be. Yeah, I'm not gonna be a liar. And if you could be like a magician <laughs> with your hands down here and mm-hmm. like doing fun stuff at the head with your mouth, I mean, why the fuck not? So can we talk yes. a little bit more about the shaft then and what to do with yeah. the shaft? Whether that's you do want to put it all in your mouth or you want to. I don't know, go at it from the side, use your hands, all of the, all of the things. All the things. Yeah, yeah. So the shaft is is so interesting because remember it's it's going to be visible at different stages of erection. Mm-hmm. And so different stages of erection can tolerate different sensations. So you might really want to to stroke or put your whole mouth over a semi-erect or a softer penis and get that kind of like 
gobbling up of, of that area. And once it gets bigger, you know, maybe, maybe that's uncomfortable for a longer period of time. So when you, you've got the shaft, you can still perform oral on the shaft that isn't about swallowing it. So you, I teach a technique where it's sort of uh, licking up one side and then licking down the other side, licking up that side, going down. So you're actually wetting the penis, which is great. You're, you're adding saliva the expectation to have saliva for the entire <laughs> experience of a BJ is also mm-hmm. challenging. So either stay hydrated or use a lube that you're comfortable with in your mouth. There's lots of flavored lubes that you can lick a pink lemonade dick. You know, that's, that's <laughs> awesome. Or a salted that's caramel awesome. dick. What about know. those mints that make you really spitty? Oh, yeah. So for, for some people, those are... Um, I don't know if they all have sugar in them, but penises, like any urethras can also get UTIs. Mm -hmm. And so for some people, they're not great, Um, but they're, they're great because they also add a sensation, like the same as if you had toothpaste or mint tea or something like that. So it's going to make your mouth a different environment for, for the penis. Mm -hmm. Oh, I had no idea. Wow. I actually, I don't think I ever heard of those mints. Are they like sour? Like that makes you like salivate or? I've only heard of Flint's mints. I think they look like a little sunshine. I just see them on TikTok sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) That's super funny. Yeah. Can- I've never tried them. I don't, I don't I've only seen them too on TikTok, mm-hmm. but um yeah, my my sense is that they're they're sort of triggering that that salivation, but you can also do that by keeping a glass of water beside your bed right. and stroking and being like, "Hey, I get." Water break. A straw. You could get a really long straw that you just keep yeah. in at all times. Or one of those Gatorade yeah, like bottles that you just backpack, like, Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Squirt it. <laughs> That's the one. Completely nude except for your camel backpack. That's the sexiest look I can think of. Just the strap that comes over, you just have it in your mouth. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Quick Ready to break. go. Get a sweatband. <laughs> yeah. So great. yeah. I'm here. <laughs> I mean, that could be a full role play. That so, could be. Right? Oh my God. You're like yeah. a backpacker. Yeah. And yet you, you yeah. had to stop for a sexy you can break. You just show up and be like, this is what deep throating looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. God, that is hilarious. Sorry, you're not as experienced as I am. As I am. Yeah, sorry. sorry. I can give head and then go on a hike. So I don't know about you. <laughs> You're winning. You're winning. Is there a way to like if you're going down? I don't want to have to do this, but I'm going to. Like, uh, also using your tongue, you know, like your your tongue is sticking out as your mouth is going up and down. Yes, that's such a great move, again, for sort of the top of the head. So if your mouth is over it and this is your tongue, Mm -hmm. you're just going to kind of hold your mouth still, and then maybe you're going to drag your tongue up and down here and see what what that feels like. Maybe you're going to go back and forth in sort of a swishy motion. If you are pulling up and sort of bobbing around this area, you want to have a loose pressure coming up and then maybe a firmer pressure going down or vice versa. Firm pressure both ways, it's just you're going to be able to do it for like four minutes and then you're going to be tired so we, right. we also want to create contrast with pressure okay so it's I think I want to normalize for a second that it's like yeah. it's okay to get tired and that it's normal for it, you to get tired like really quickly because I thought that there was just something wrong with me and that I was just bad at giving blowjobs because I get so tired and my jaw hurts yeah you're looking at me like yeah there is something wrong with you no I'm sorry <laughs> my lip really hurts oh. <laughs> <laughs> too, many about that. too many blowjobs too many blowjobs i need my dick <laughs> yeah so that's normal right to get tired especially if we're doing that like full bobbing motion in a weird position the whole time 
Yeah. <laughs> and I think a lot of people get tired because either their partners put pressure on them or they put pressure on themselves. Sometimes it's subconscious mm-hmm. um, to perform as if our mouths are their hands. And yeah. so my mouth is never going to masturbate a penis the way that a hand does. And so the, yeah. the firmness, the roughness of a hand, it's, it's just, I can't do that with my mouth and probably not even with my own hand. So mm-hmm. um, kind of separating that there are different kinds of, of sexual experiences that penises can have. There's different kinds of pleasure and open it being open to that really sinking into it makes your orgasms bigger better deeper makes sex more intimate sensation rich if we're focused on like okay no like do this exact thing just like Mm -hmm. i do it with my hand you know fine then i'm just masturbating you with my mouth and unless that's a specific role play you know it's going to (laughs) be challenging yeah when you also say pressure with your mouth does that mean like constricting your mouth does that mean sucking like where is your mouth pressure coming from yeah, I think the um, there's a couple of places. So one place you can use is your lips. And so uh, think about if you had like peanut butter on your finger and you were trying to like pull it all off in one lick. And so that that sort of dragging motion with with your your lips is is one form of pressure. Another one that you can do is pressing your tongue against the base of the penis, and that's going to be a different kind of pressure. Uh, some people like to use the the insides of of their cheeks, and so kind of bopping you know this into our cheek pockets can be a different kind of pressure on the head because it feels like it's hitting the back of a vagina. It can mm-hmm. feel like it's it's sort of a, a tighter little pocket. Oh, oh my god. I feel like would it slip into my teeth, <laughs> you know, like because then I'd accidentally like chomp and then don't accidentally chomp. Yeah, this isn't scaring every <laughs> every person from wanting to get a blowjob from me. I have a big cheek pocket, so I don't know. Maybe it goes like my teeth are closed. And go, I don't know. So I guess it depends on your your <laughs> on cheek your, pocket. on your cheek pockets. Cheek oh, no, I'm kind of chubby cheek. That's what I would Perhaps. Yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah. It's, pretty, it's pretty big. You've yeah. scared everyone, though. So <laughs> this bitch is gonna chomp on my dick. Like, don't get it from her. So you've mentioned a couple of times breath, like mm. using the temperature of your breath, and I'm also kind of interested in like this idea of like blowing slash sucking in. You know, because we say like sucking dick, but it's also called a blow job. Like, how does all of that come into play? Yeah. So I I think with with breath and with blowing. It, it isn't as impactful as um, on areas that are, are not as sensitive. I don't think if you blew on the shaft, that's really going to do anything. <laughs> just from the side. <laughs> yeah, just kind of, I don't, it's not, I don't know if it's going to do anything. But um, breath can be kind of a, a good way also for us to remember to to breathe and like mm-hmm. to, to exhale and that this is, you know, something that we're consciously doing. And um, so breathing over like, like around in circles around the head can feel really great once the head is wet. So whether it's wet with vaginal fluids, whether it's wet with your throat or your mouth, uh, that's going to feel really good for, for that area. Um, this, I know this wasn't exactly your question, but it made me think about um, also the idea of our own breath. Uh, so if you are doing things where you're holding yes. your breath because it's yeah. gone past your, mm-hmm. right? It's uh-huh. gone past your ability to breathe. It's maybe in your throat. That is, is a little bit of a, a turn on for a lot of people because uh, they, they actually get a little bit of a high. Of, of not of being breathless for a few moments while the penis is in their throat or at the back of, of their their mouth and that can feel really good you aren't gonna die on a dick I don't think I think like <laughs> if, 
if you're going to do that, you need to be the one in control. So that's mm-hmm. not a good Facebooking thing unless right. you're, you're really experienced with that. That's something where maybe they're lying on their back and you are on all fours and, and you're going up and down. So you can control the depth and the angle of your neck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've totally been like caught myself like <sighs> at the end, you know, yeah. I was holding my breath that whole time. Maybe I mean, it, it'll move into my next question kind of maybe because I'm like scared of the noises that are going to come out if I like keep breathing yes. and I'm like, <laughs> you know, like panting yeah. over the dick. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Before we move into noises, I want to go into that a little bit more because yeah. deep throating and the idea of deep throating, is that like something that we should be aiming for? Or it doesn't sound like it's like the most like that's more of like a party trick, party trick or like a you're interested in how it looks type of thing versus pleasure focused but like how do you learn to deep throat if that is something that you are like yes this is my bucket list (laughs) yeah yeah I think for so deep throating for a lot of people is challenging because Mm -hmm. we have gag reflexes so we don't die right Right. yeah (laughs) just like a little biological thing yeah (laughs) just a little biological built in can't turn it off Mm -hmm. so what what can what can be really good is if you want to try to train your gag reflexes is that you don't aim to swallow the dick or the dildo in in all one go what what's useful is you can actually use a dildo to practice with this and you're just sort of allowing it to go as far as where you feel the gag reflex might start and then we want to kind of bob it and so it's a we're just kind of like so what it's doing to the gag reflex is like oh okay no. Oh, okay. No. Oh, okay. No. And, and it challenges our, our mental stimulation too, because we think that when that gag reflex, rightly so when it's activated, that we are going to choke and die. And so we want to get out of that situation. So for this, it's like a dildo that that's training that gag reflex. And so you build a bit of confidence in that you're not going to die. You also Mm -hmm. learn where your breathing can come from. At what point does your breathing stop? And so you get to know your throat really well before someone starts to, to be in control of it. I also think it's, it's helpful that you are in control and Mm -hmm. that this is not about someone holding your head down. Although that tends to be part of a lot of the fantasies. Deep throating doesn't have to be rough. It can be really sensual. Um, the other important thing is to not use anything like throat numbing sprays or some people drink like cough medicine or throat medicine so that it, it, it numbs their throat. We want those reflexes. Mm-hmm. We, we want that. We want to be able to, to know when it's not safe. Deep throating also doesn't happen for like, okay, I'm going to be down here for an hour. And uh, you just, you know, do your thing. I'll tap you no. when I need to come yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, you're down there for like maximum six seconds at a time. Like however long you can mm-hmm. comfortably hold your breath. That's that's what you're doing. Um, the, the, the fluids also are different in your throat. So some people get kind of grossed out. They feel a bit like messy because it's throat slime that then ends up instead of spit on, on your penis. I would just use that as, as more lube because it's thicker than your spit. It's going to stay a bit longer. Um, but deep throating's messy. It's not a yeah. dainty act. <laughs> if you're, <laughs> it's kind of pinkies up. Kind of, <laughs> pinkies yeah. up mm-hmm. kind of thing. If you're deep throating, you're, you're just holding, you're saying. It's not like you're down there and now you're doing tricks. It's like you're just yeah. kind of holding it deeply. I would tell your partner um, the thrusting part should happen just up until the throat. 
And then okay. once it's in the throat, thrusting into the throat is like a party trick. This, yeah. this is performer kind of stuff. Um, for some people enjoy it and that's great, but it's, it's not a normalized sort of thing around what makes deep throat feel any better. And uh, your partner can do things. If they, if they tighten their Kegel muscles, their penis might hmm. flex, you know, they might get harder in your throat and that can feel different. You might gag. I, I often get that, you know, kind of like <laughs> it's, it's trying to make you vomit. Right? Yeah. Um, so You're that also, you need very good communication about mm-hmm. if that happens or if I tap your leg, you need to get out. Um, they, this has to be set up beforehand. Mm-hmm. Right. Your, uh, your gagging sound brought me to my gagging question and the sounds that oh, yes. you make. <laughs> oh, yes. The sounds that you make or can make, like the. <laughs> type of sound you know I get really self-conscious when I make sounds but I know that I mean especially in pornish you kind of see like the sounds are what make the performance sell it is it a hot sound or should I be self-conscious that I'm like choking and glucking <laughs> Yeah, I think it's normal to feel self-conscious about stuff. Like, we know, like, queefs are normal, but I'm right. still embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I, sometimes I don't know if it's a queef or a fart. So, <laughs> like, um, I think with, with gagging sounds, some people are in the camp of it turns the person who's gagging on, and it also turns the person who's receiving on. Because they're like, mm-hmm. this is an extreme thing. This is, like, so intense. And that intensity stimulates our erotic imagination. Mm-hmm. Other people feel, you know, maybe it's not sort of associated with the vibe that they're going with. It might make them feel kind of like they're being pushed into a submissive role or or something or something that just doesn't feel really good. And in, in that case, I would actually just tell your partner. I'd be like, hey, you know what? I love doing this, but I'm kind of nervous about, about these noises. That gives our partner an opportunity for reassurance. Mm-hmm. It also allows them the, the, the space and pace to kind of hold space for you if you get all shy and like come back up and it helps you not worry about worrying about doing the thing and Mm -hmm. so it kind of reduces that self-judgment around what our body's just naturally doing right oh I like that that's a nice way to get your reassurance Mm -hmm. when you need it yeah yeah I appreciate I'm gonna gag on your dick how do you feel about that how do you feel can you tell me do you still want me to suck it if I'm going to mm-hmm. gag and make weird noises? You know, I'm sure the answer yeah. will be yes. So. <laughs> I'm sure the answer <laughs> will be yes. <laughs> are there like peaceful sounds you can make when sucking on a dick? Like, are there nicer things that you can intentionally do? Yeah, I think making the mmm kind of sound mm. is so good because it adds a little bit of vibration, like gentle vibration oh, to the penis okay. as well. Um, especially if you are, if you take your your pinky or sorry, your index finger and your thumb and you wrap it around the base of the penis, that acts as a little bit of a, a cock ring. And so you've got this this cock ring, you're squeezing a little bit of pressure and then going up and down and, and you know, mmm or oh, like whatever mm-hmm. is possible with it in your mouth. The other thing is that, this is going to sound funny, but I think it's so cute. I think it's cute to, like, have a dick in your mouth, and maybe it's, like, partly in your cheek, or it's somewhere where you're able to speak a little bit, and so, you know, okay, so good. It's, like, (laughs) (laughs) it's hilarious. It's fun. When we have more fun, we're more sexually Mm -hmm. satisfied, we're more playful, Um, and it also allows your partner to get their auditory sense stimulated. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I love feel like it. you would play that game. Uh, Guess what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Probably like stick a dick in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Honestly. That's very up my alley. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I, love um, I want to move to the taint and the balls a little bit. Oh. I'm sure we'll Yay. have more questions about uh, the penis as well. But what do we do there? 
Yeah. I used to be so intimidated by balls. I was like, what do I do with these things? Mm -hmm. Like, and some people really don't like them. You know, it depends how you feel about what's there. It's okay to honor what you feel about someone's area. And so we don't always have to do exactly what someone wants, but with, with the um, testicles, you've got a lot of, of places to play with. So the actual like skin of the testicles, the sack, which is a bit more wrinkly, it's stretchy. That has a lot of nerve ending. So even licking, sucking gently, kissing again, can feel really good on that area. And especially if you don't know the person, that's a good place to start because some mm -hmm. people's balls are just super sensitive. They don't want them touched at all. Um, anything where you take the balls in your mouth that I would ask your partner, I'd be like, Hey babe, like, can I put your balls in my mouth? Right. Or can I suck on your balls or can I eat your whatever, you know, whatever you decide to language to use. Um, because that can also be super sensitive. It's very sensation rich. It's really kind of that, that the balls are connected to a lot of nerve endings in the gut. And so if you have a cervix, you know what it's like if your cervix is bumped, that's very similar to the testicle discomfort that, that people can feel. There's a little uh, line here. It looks like a zipper. You know, if you unzipped it and the balls fell out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. It's like donut holes falling out of your purse. Like type of a <laughs> Have you had Take donut holes fall out of your I, purse? I, I'm not going to say. <laughs> Well, that line is also super super sensitive so okay. flicking your tongue that's a good place for flicking if you wanted flicking licking kind of lapping up that feels really good underneath the balls um is very scent rich and it can be wetter so that can be a place to lick or inhale if you're into that um for a lot of people that's where a lot of their their kind of like like skin scent is is so it's not necessarily foul but it's scented okay um it's <laughs> and... not disgusting but it's present <laughs> I, really like it. I was like, oh, this is like more of you. Like, awesome. But I wouldn't like it if I just walked up to someone. But in that erotic space, like, I like it, right? If I could smell your taint just as a human, I probably wouldn't like that. No. Yeah. No, I don't want to bother my face. So... <laughs> Uh, you asked about the taint. The mm -hmm. taint is, is so amazing for everybody has a taint. So it's, mm -hmm. it's not your genitals and not your butt. It's that space in between. Tons of nerve endings there. I, I had a taint gasm the other day. I didn't even know that was possible. Oh my and, God. <laughs> I didn't either. I've never heard Bring me back to talk that. about taint gasm. I'll Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but for shit. penises, this is a great spot, not only on the outside, but if your partner wants prostate play and they don't necessarily want anything in their butt, or you're trying to give a gentle stimulation to the prostate, this area is where you can reach the prostate without going in the butt. So you take your two fingers and knuckles, and you're just going to massage upwards. So if they're on their back, you're massaging their taint upwards, almost like you're trying to get behind the penis. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, that will result in an immediate uh, erection. Um, for other people, it can feel too intense because the prostate's so nerve-rich to you wow that was a lot of things that i'm very yeah. blown away by okay so just to make sure i heard this right so i'll i'm gonna talk about my partner he's giving me permission um so he doesn't want anything up his butt right now that is something <laughs> that's a firm boundary that he's made yes um but in, like so we could still engage in like prostate play for him with the taint though yeah. Yeah. Oh so the taint, just where it's positioned, the Loophole, prostate is yes. kind of behind. If this is the taint, the prostate's sort of up here. 
And okay. so we're trying to massage upwards to give the prostate indirect stimulation. So um, it's it's similar to even being inside of, mm-hmm. of the vagina where we're not actually touching the G-spot, but we're touching mm-hmm. it like through the, the wall of the vagina. Okay. And the pressure varies. It, it very much, even if you have a vibrator that's very rumbly, like the wand vibrators, if you're going down on someone and you hold that vibrator up against that area, it's going to give uh, sensation to the prostate. Wow. Get ready, (laughs) Jurgen. That's a damn trick. I love it. Party tricks. Party tricks for the win. Oh my gosh. I want to take a really quick step back um, to eye contact too when you're going down. Um, I for me it's like a little nerve-wracking. Maybe it's the positions I'm in. I feel like looking up would be like the the fish filter, you know, when like it's everything is bulbous and you're just like a little fish looking up. I don't know. Anyway, so how do you make eye contact sexy in a blowjob? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, and also, you know, what What sometimes we think looks silly, our partners are like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. right? So watch their reaction. If you start to bring up judgment, just, like, look at them. Like, did they leave the room? You nasty little fish. <laughs> Here's a worm, you know, that could be fish. dirty talk too. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> so for that one, I think what, what's um, fun to do is there's two. If you're, if you're sort of doing the, the licking up and licking down and you're sort of on the side of the penis, you can kind of look up this way, depending on what position they're in. So it's not so much like, like yeah. this, <laughs> but it's kind of like a, like a side Hi. kind of like, hello, yeah. you know, hello. <laughs> um, Playing the flute. <laughs> And if you're doing the the top of the the head, then this is also an easier kind of place because you're Mm. you're higher up, whether they're lying down or they're sitting down. That's a a little bit of an an easier one to kind of look up at. Um, You can also do it when you're using your tongue around places like the rim. So it's a little bit like playful because you can smile, right, while you're (laughs) you're doing it or you can like, you know, I don't know, whatever your vibe. I'm I'm smiley and playful in it usually. So um, I think because I also feel nervous about making eye contact in those moments. And mm-hmm. so the, the smile is kind of like, okay, this is supposed to be fun. Yeah. This is not, uh-huh. not performing. No one's scoring mm-hmm. me yeah. on this. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. I just I get nervous. I feel like I either look funny or they're like, why is she looking at me? <laughs> you know? Hiss. <laughs> you want it to be sexy. <laughs> Oh, like that. I was thinking a snake. But yeah, I was thinking cat. a cat. Yeah. I mean, all the above, I guess. It's just options. Are there any positions that you love that we maybe aren't thinking of or don't typically try for blowjobs? Yeah, I think we hear a lot about using props and cushions for mm-hmm. cunnilingus and for positions where vulvas are getting penetrated. But um, for penises, we can also prop them prop them up. So prop up mm-hmm. their back, prop up their pelvis. Um, I think an underrated position is sort of side 69. And they don't have to be doing anything to you, but you're both kind of lying like head to toe and you're on your sides. Because then your neck is supported. You can rest yeah. it on their thigh or a pillow or something and you can do stuff. And it's just so much skin contact. So it's, mm-hmm. it's full body arousal. The other thing is that you don't have to stay in the same position. So stay in whatever position's awesome, and if they're they're not getting hard or they're not ready or you're uncomfortable, move to something else. It's okay to suggest 
request, like, hey, can you move this way or that way? It can be intimidating to give feedback. I think we're just like, oh, but they're loving it so much. Mm-hmm. There are there are infinite erections, you know, (laughs) that also takes the pressure off of our partners that they don't have to maintain this like hardness Mm -hmm. and come right now from this thing. Some people don't orgasm from blowjobs. Some people don't orgasm. Um, in, in one of the other favorite positions I think is having someone, if they're standing to have them against the wall and then you are actually sitting. So finding a chair or something where the penis can be, this also depends on heights, but the penis can be a little bit, more accessible to you and not so much deep throaty like that's going to be a good like you're in control kind of position oh I love that one that one sounds relaxing if I could be seated in a chair (laughs) yeah while doing a sexual act yeah yes that's fantastic 100% I'll take it my only other questions that I have are around finishing which I think is how we'll finish the (laughs) episode finish the episode um Yeah. Finishing in general, like what are kind of your hard and fast rules? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, if if you let's, we'll do the options of like where someone Mm -hmm. can finish and then uh, what your options are. So with uh, someone orgasming or ejaculating, you, you can swallow it if you want. If you're deep throating, that's sort of hard. You're going to choke. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're just gonna choke on cum. So um, we actually want to have the penis like in, in the just the the head of the mouth or the mm-hmm. the head of the penis in the mouth, so that there's enough room for it to actually pool in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Now, some people like it in their mouth. Some people don't like the texture of it um, or the scent or the taste of it. So they either swallow really quickly or they spit out into a towel. The other option is, uh, you know, if you're playing very, um, if you like cum, you want to play with it. You can drool it onto your partner some people like a messy kind of finishing uh, you can put it on your body um, the other thing that that you can do is if you're not into them orgasming in your mouth or on your body is that when you start to feel this little vein pulse it feels like a little bit of a kind of um, like electricity <laughs> or your partner says I'm gonna come you know? <laughs> then we actually change from our mouth and and I give it a good like like blob of spit so that it or lube or something so it stays wet and then we we just make our hand our mouth and so the okay. a really good movement for that is the what I like to call in my hand job class it's the bouncing squid and <laughs> okay. so you know, you're kind of like it's hitting the back of your hand yeah. as if it was the back of your throat or the back of your vagina um and it's still you're still fully covered and you have so much more dexterity with your hands to kind of go up and down another one is very common how a lot of um people's penises masturbate is is the cupping of the hand and sort of stroking it upward so all of the uh, friction is going to be at the back part of the penis it's like you're massaging it but upwards towards their body and so then they orgasm on your hand or on them on themselves if you are comfortable with them coming in your mouth what's something that you can do like as they are coming does that make sense like I never do I just like sit there with my mouth open or should I like do something with my tongue yeah what do I do then yeah yeah so let's say even if they want to take over at that moment let's say they're jerking into your mouth or you're jerking them into your mouth um i it's it's a little bit of a if if they're not if you're not in a sucking motion then it is a little bit of a waiting game so it's like like, what are we doing what i like to do with my hands is i'll put them on their thighs and so i want to grip thighs i want to grip butts i want to communicate non-verbally with my body Mm -hmm. you might look up at them you can touch yourself you know now that your hands are free you can start playing with yourself uh 
and encouraging that through nonverbal communication. The other thing that that's um, useful in in that kind of like waiting mode, if if your mouth is there, some people don't like any stimulation right like a second after their orgasm and so a lot of people will like move their mouth away as they're still finishing orgasming and so for for other people it's good to kind of just like hang out there and maybe like gentle swishing with your tongue on the inside before they orgasm and then allowing that sensation uh to produce the, the the orgasm but then keeping it there so the sensation isn't immediately re- removed and you cut off a little bit of their the come down. Okay, got it. Is that good for you? Yeah. <laughs> that answered everything. Yeah, I really like the first half because I'm not someone that enjoys uh, being cummed in my mouth, <laughs> having come in my mouth. So yeah. I like your, you know, the um, the motions that you're saying, the, ba- the bouncing squid is very mm-hmm. nice. I used to, and I don't really know what changed. I think I may have had like a bad experience with it and it kind of like for lack of a better word, tainted all of that for me. And uh, now it's like, I I love everything leading up to it. And I don't even care if like cum is on me or whatever. I just don't like the burst into my mouth. Mm. I just don't mind it. I don't actively search for it. it But um, (laughs) yeah, I just don't mind it. (laughs) Oh God, that's fantastic. Is there anything that we didn't bring up with blowjobs that you feel would be a fantastic addition to this already amazing yeah, episode. I think the only thing I, I would add, because it reminded me when we were talking about taints, um, is butt stuff. And so lots of people, even if you're not into anal penetration, although that's going to give a stronger erection for some people, it's going to give a stronger orgasm. Uh, even just the outside of the anus is another erogenous zone. So the, the more that, that we arouse the body, the more likely someone's orgasm is going to be stronger, better, bigger. They're going to feel it in more mm-hmm. parts of their body. I think with people with penises, we're just like, okay, the penis is like where all the sexual energy and everything is held. And that's just so silly. We mm-hmm. all like, some people like their neck kissed or their ears sucked or, you know, their nipples played with or their back or their anus or their thighs those all exist on all bodies Mm -hmm. and when we do that when we start to drag out that seduction I think one thing I love to do is what I call curious kisses and so I want to kiss someone's body everywhere except for the go-to hot spot so except for the penis except for the anus except for the nipples um, and just like try and find other areas that are that are really going to add to this person's arousal and if you do that you're going to notice I mean the penis will probably get erect right like our skin is a huge erotic or erogenous zone and so like being a bit more um kind of like integrative I guess with Mm blowjobs is that they're part of seduction they they are an act on their own but they're also an extension of the other seduction that we're bringing to bodies oh good tip yeah Yeah. that was really good to explore where can our (laughs) listeners continue connecting with you after the episode yeah, yeah. You can find my website is lunamatadas.com and I teach like 30 on-demand classes. There is a penis pleasure skills one. There's a butt stuff one. There's a prostate one. Um, or you can tune in to listen to the plug podcast and uh, that's by B-Vibe and it's wherever you listen to podcasts. There's an episode on prostate play, which was amazing. I learned a lot too. Um, and Instagram. I'm often sharing things on Instagram at lunamatadas. Who's ready to be a pro at sucking something? Who's ready to suck some D? Suck some D. Suck some P. (laughs) 
I always think of never. Nope. Pee pee. Nope. I don't. Never mind. What do you think? Say it. When you said suck some pee, I think of eating out, but I also think of like, and then it getting stuck because like there's a lot going on in your mouth. Exactly. <laughs> that gave me bad. bad exactly. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. Get out of here. I know. I didn't. No bad vibes. I didn't want to say it, and <laughs> now I have, and here you go. Um, thank you so much, Luna Matadas. Oh my God, for being on the episode again. You're an angel. You're a beautiful teacher. Like <laughs> words cannot express. So I will say I gave a few blowjobs after this episode. And that makes it sound like to different people. No, they were it all was. to my partner. Mm, that's not what I heard. <laughs> that's not we're what's just... going through the grapevine. <laughs> I actually heard some rumors around oh, town. Yeah. Cass um, gives out some SP. <laughs> S sucking some penis. <laughs> I don't know. Gas gives out killer SP. <laughs> Suck penis. <laughs> SP. Yeah, SP. Right. <laughs> Woo, the new BJ. The new BJ. It's just else. Anyway. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah. Wasn't expecting to give multiple. I've been open about how I don't love blowjobs. Like they've never been the most enjoyable for me. My jaw gets very tired. And so when Luna talked about different tips, I was like, Okay, let's just do it. I was feeling in the mood, feeling a little sassy, a little spicy. So I was like, do you want a blowjob to Emma? And she was like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, I said yes. Uh, Absolutely. Um, To my partner and... With much joy, he accepted because it has been a very long time. <laughs> oh, poor kid. I know. I was like, I was apologizing as I was starting. Like, I'm so sorry it's been so long. It's Hi, just, old friend. I'm Cass. It just feels rude at this point. <laughs> I haven't seen you eye to eye in a while. <laughs> I don't owe him anything, but at the same time, God, God, it's been a while. Cass, loosen up, <laughs> you little prude. Dustin, off your skills. God. Um, and I did give the performance of my life. I'm going to be honest. He thought he orgasmed multiple times. Wow. It was, he, his eyes were like in the back of his head (laughs) and my jaw did not get tired the entire time. And I enjoyed giving that blowjob. I genuinely got turned on. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm proud of you. Round of applause. If you aren't clapping right now, start. Well, that wasn't what I wanted. That was sparkles. We yep. were trying to go for the claps. I was trying to go There's for the claps. eight buttons. I was trying to get the clap, and I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um, it was 10 out of 10. I enjoyed it. He was over the moon. Mm-hmm. And then I did it again the next day. Aww. And then I think I did it again like a couple of days after. Wow. It was, it's just so much fun. I don't know. And I wouldn't say I'm at a point where I'm like, wow, penises are so beautiful and like cock worshiping status. But I do have an appreciation for penises that I did not before because now I actually kind of enjoy sucking them. I wish I didn't (laughs) say that. I wish that too. But I'm so happy that you two are enjoying your time together. I also want to, I guess my partners, I don't want to make it broad. (laughs) That feels sucking scary. a lot of pee. <laughs> I love sucking pee. Yeah. Uh, no, I like giving my partner blowjobs. Yeah. Good. And that's, that's so never fun. something I've said before. So I've welcome to this uh, <laughs> this very spiritual ascension type moment for me. Okay. Great. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. So use Luna's tips because holy shit. If you got a oh. tiny mouth and a weak jaw <laughs> and a weak wee, I don't know. I don't know what that um, is. Yep. That's fantastic. I'm mm-hmm. so happy for the both of you. Thank you. Um, and I'm happy, you know, Jurgen is getting some these days. <laughs> Finally. 
know, he Poor deserves Dirk. it. Yeah. So, um, do you, and thank you also to our <laughs> listeners. And if you're like, hey, how can I thank Emma and Cass right back? Because reciprocation is the definition of love. Uh-huh. You know, this week we're not going to ask for a review. If you could head on over to Instagram and follow us, that would be wonderful. Wonderful. And you would get all of our best stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, we write killer captions. We find the cutest graphics and we post the cutest pics. Mm -hmm. And so we work really hard on curating that just for you. And it's all pink and sparkly. And I don't know what else you could possibly want. So on that note, we'll catch you next week. Yep. (laughs) Bye. Bye.